0: But one of the things that I love about Toronto is when you, you know, get up high enough, you realize how green this city is. There are so many trees in the city of Toronto. And about 10 years ago, Toronto was home to an estimated 860,000 ash trees now because of the emerald ash borer beetle. We are at about 10,000, so we've got to do something to save these trees. Um, I, I want to welcome in uh, to the to the program Josh McMeekin. He's a forest healthcare inspector and uh, works with urban forestry here in Toronto to talk about a new strategy that the city is betting on. It's an experimental program to try and control the emerald ash borers before they get rid of and uh, kill our remaining ash trees. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Good morning, Kelly. Eddie, could you give a of how, because I, I think a lot of people are not well-versed in these beetles and exactly how they kill ash trees. Can you tell us about this invasive species? And I know it, it uh, appeared in um, the Toronto area about 10 years ago, but the damage it's done and how it does it?
1: For sure, absolutely. So Animal Dashboard is an invasive, uh, invasive species that was um, unfortunately a product of globalization, uh, was uh, first detected in Windsor area. Uh, back in early 2000s uh kind of made the jump across the St. Clair River uh from the Detroit area where it was believed it came in on some packing skids uh, from there it, it basically made its way um along the 401 corridor up through London area and yeah in 2007 2008 it was detected in the kind of North York area Finch or sorry uh, Pharmacy Ave and uh Shepherd area and then from there, it, it quickly took foothold in the east and spread across the entire city. So,
0: how do these uh, beetles kill the trees, the ash trees?
1: So, from uh, basically, it's the larvae of the insect. So, it's a, it's a tiny grub that uh, feeds on the cambium layer. It's a, it's a specific uh, layer um, in the vascular tissue, just underneath the bark of the tree. And the idea is that it basically makes these serpentine galleries feeding on the um, feeding on that specific layer of tissue. Uh, one bee, or sorry, one larva, isn't an issue. But you know, when you get millions of uh, larvae feeding on the vascular system, uh, quickly, uh, quickly, basically girdles the tree and, and strangles it. Uh, basically, so it can't get it can't water. get
0: water even up, up through its uh, its its system.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Wow. Um, so you're essentially dehydrating this tree. You're cutting supply. <clears throat> That's or exactly part of it. its no. food supply. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, they're they're actually noting that uh, trees that are infested with emerald ash borer uh, quickly can, uh, after after they completely die out, uh, quickly destabilize. And uh, you know, the city's been very proactive at removing uh, declining and, and dead ash trees on on prob- public lands. And um, yeah, and we're, we're hoping that the public and- is is doing the same thing for the other sixty percent of the
0: Right, because oh, what God. you do is you cut the tree down because you're hoping to get rid of the beetle or the grub with the tree. You don't want to keep those uh, ash borer beetles out there to do more damage to the other trees. Now, it's not really working that well because, you know, out of 860,000 ash trees 10 years ago in the city of Toronto, we're at 10,000. The city is betting on an experimental program. It's using fungus to kill off those uh, beetles. Can you tell us a little bit about this and where they're doing it, how it works? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, no. Um, so we are cooperating with a company out of Montreal who is uh, looking at conducting research trials uh, with a, a naturally occurring fungus. This is a naturally occurring fungus that's already in the environment; uh, occurs naturally in the soil. Uh, now we're just looking to kind of—I don't want to use the term badly—but weaponize it to hopefully mm-hmm. work to our advantage uh, and and trying to bring it more present to where the adult emerald uh, ash borers are. Um, from there Um sorry just rolling up
0: I don't know if I just lost you there but uh, I, if you can still hear me they put in these large funnels and then they put them at the top of like in traps this, this fungus and then they put them up in the ash trees is that right Josh?
1: That's exactly right. Sorry about that Kelly it's basically um, there's two styles of traps um, the funnel trap system is designed to kind of a catch-release kind of deal. There's a, a, a pad in the very bottom of this series of funnels where the beetle will come into the funnels and follow its way down and eventually ends up on the pad where it's inoculated with the fungus, um, and then it, it can escape from there and, and go about its business. And um, So the fungus takes about three to five days for it to actually kill off the beetle, but uh through the three to five days it, it can through social interactions with other beetles it uh can spread that fungus around the population uh, why versus, put
0: them in the in the box. tops of the tree why not at the base of the tree? Because 'cause we're talking about beetles wouldn't they be largely uh when their mode of transportation be on foot or are they flying or do they have the ability to fly here?
1: No, these guys are flyers they're very, very okay flyers. Uh, hence, hence how it made its way through the uh, up that 401 corridor so so effectively and and, uh, and so quickly. Um, so yeah, once the beetles emerge, uh, they basically they do a little bit of maturation feeding up in the leaves in the canopy, and that's kind of what's happening now. They have just started emerging in the last couple weeks, mm. and um, so that's kind of and these traps are abated with a sex pheromone, so it's a lure uh, designed to attract them to that area. So.
0: It's all about the sex at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> they can't resist it, so they go in. They get the fungus on themselves, and then hopefully it kills them with three days. Could this create a new problem? Could we like be causing a fungus problem, or you know, is there any way this could backfire? Or is it is it a pretty sound way to to uh, go after the emerald ash borer beetle?
1: No, it's definitely a sound wave. We're also, there's also uh, lots of experimentation over there. I'm, I'm not 100% sure whether this has been approved, but I, I believe there's still using, uh, the same fungus for bed bug control as well. as a, naturally, as a natural kind of control for bed bugs. Uh, it affects a wide variety of uh, arthropods, essentially. So ants, termites, that kind of deal as well. Where's
0: the fungus found?
1: Uh, and just naturally occurring in the soil.
0: Well, that's really interesting. So these prism traps, they're being used in uh, uh, one certain park in the city, the Guild Park and, and, and Gardens. Why there?
1: So the Guild, um, initially when we started our, um, our trial, our cooperation with uh, the GDG Environmental out of Montreal, they they set up two sites. One was in the Ash Ridges Bay area in the park, and then the, the Guild was also one of the original sites. Um, this year, they decided to amalgamate both the sites and put 27 traps up in the guild and, uh, and concentrate their, their trapping efforts there. You know, just a bit of logistics, just to simplify things as well. We have to manually uh, check these traps weekly for trap counts. We collect the insects off of the prison traps, and then we send them in for um, a lab analysis uh, where they're actually tested for presence of the fungus.
0: Could we eradicate the uh, beetles this way? Could this save our ash trees?
1: No, no. This is not a, a, a matter of eradication. Uh, essentially, emerald ash borer, uh, different people might have different takes on it, but uh, it's pretty much become naturalized. It's, it's kind of here to stay. Um we've we've gone through our peak of the infestation so we're on the downslide of it and uh, ideally now we're just looking to manage kind of what we still have right Uh, Mm -hmm. the the population will continue to linger because ash trees are regenerating Uh, you know the trees that were cut down over the last few years are you know sprouting up there's also a a continuous seed source that's in the soil and there's constantly regenerating so as long as there's a food source there's going to be emerald ash boris
0: all right well i want to thank you for your time it's been a pleasure talking to josh really interesting stuff none of them too. thank you very much all right